amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the Gamer Heroes podcast. I am one of your hosts, Derek, and I have my co-host, John, with me. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Episode 2, you made it. <laughs> level 2. Level 2, yeah, that's right. Level 2, we called the first episode Level 1 because we kind of didn't have a central topic other than introducing ourselves. But, um, alright, so we have a, so David, David is our third host. Uh, if you listen to episode 1, you caught David. David was unable to join us for this week's episode, so he'll be back next week for episode three, so stay tuned for that. He called hooky on us. He just, <laughs> he, he just didn't. He just wanted to watch the Nintendo presentation by himself and talk about it. That's what it is. Uh, so that's actually what we're going to be talking about. So for those who don't know, Japan uh, just had their big Nintendo Switch event in Tokyo. It aired at 11 p.m. Eastern time here in North America. And this was the big presentation to tell us everything we need to know about the Switch. And we're going to talk about why that's partly true, because we didn't get all the answers that we wanted. But we got a lot of answers. Yeah, I, I'd say we got most answers. Um, well, why don't you start it out, Derek? What do we got? All right, so let's let's get the easy things out of the way, kind of the way they did. So first up, it releases on March 3rd, 2017, basically everywhere. Uh, if you're getting the console, it pretty much launches on March 3rd. That's Japan, North America, Europe, other parts of Asia. Yeah. It's, yeah. Now, the pricing is interesting because uh, there were a lot of rumors about the price. Everyone wondering what the price point was going to be. We heard uh, some high numbers, some insanely low numbers. And uh, pretty much everyone was saying it was going to come in at 25,000 yen, which was a little low because that's about $219 in the mm. United States. Officially, it will be 29,980 yen, which comes out to 299.99 here in the United States. US dollars. So yeah. 300 bucks. Which is pretty standard for, given the type of consoles we have these days and the hardware that it's supposed to have, which, that's one thing I, I was kind of disappointed to, I didn't hear anything about hardware. I mean, we, we, we did see a game playing on the Unreal Engine 4. Um, right. You know, so we saw that and we, we got an idea of some of the battery life, which we'll talk about. And we know what, we, we know kind of what chip is in it. Um, it's an NVIDIA chip. So we, we know some of the hardware stuff. I'm sure they're going to release all of those specs and details as soon as their website comes back up because it's right. getting slammed right now. <laughs> a, um, little, a little bit. A but little bit. that's exciting. Two ninety nine is what I expected. I had my fingers crossed the whole time while they, right before they announced, I was like <laughs> under three hundred, under three hundred because I feel to me that for what what they're offering is especially, like you said, bringing in the Nvidia card and and mm -hmm. having higher end hardware. You know, three hundred bucks is right. That's the sweet spot. Yeah, I mean, you know, when the 
the PS4 and the Xbox One both launched, they were 400. Um, in fact, the Xbox One was 500 initially because yeah. it included the Kinect. Um, then they split that off so you could save 100 bucks. So this one comes in $100 under what those launched at. Um, but that's pretty typical. I mean, the Wii U was, was originally th- uh, 299 yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh, the Wii was cheaper, but the Wii was also, uh, not even an HD. What was it 199? Console. I think, I think the Wii initially was either 199 or 249. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember now. No, I think it was 249. It's that been a long more, time. Yeah. So it's been almost a de- basically a decade. It's um, <laughs> crazy. You know, so. Crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that was in November 2006, so. Um, so here we, so here it is, March 3rd at $299.99 in the United States, uh, and there will be two versions released. Now, these versions are basically the same. It was just, you get different color Joy-Con right. controllers. So the Joy-Con are the little left and right controllers that, uh, hook into the sides of the actual Switch tablet console. Or to the uh, the Joy-Con grip, so you can use those and you can play with them separately. Which are included, which, which is are, a very nice feature. The grip, yeah. Yeah, I thought grip. that was really nice. Um, the the thing I liked about the grip specifically was uh, it slides on to the edge of the the Joy-Con, right? But it has these. Uh, the way he described it particularly was like for people who want to press harder, <laughs> the buttons. Believe it or not, the Joy-Con actually has little buttons on where it slides in there. There are uh, the shoulder pads. Yeah, those are the shoulder it? buttons. Those are really cool. So, they, like I said, they they use the um, they use, they took advantage of that. Yeah. So basically, one release will have everything will be gray, um, and then the other release will have one of the Joy Cons uh, will be neon blue, and the other will be neon red. Right. Um, are the two colors? Um, and so you know they'll be the exact same price. It's the exact same console. There's no different hard, uh, hard drive sizes like the Wii U had. This is one console, but you can get either bright color Joy-Cons or gray Joy-Cons. And frankly, we're just going to take what we can get. Yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> uh, I think it looks fine either way. I mean, right. the, gr- the gray is nice and sleek. Yeah, yeah. But the colored ones are kind of nice because you can differentiate them a little bit quicker, um, which, you know, that's fine. You know, they're not identical because one goes on the left and one goes on the right, so they're not... They're not literally the same. They're opposites yeah. of each other. Um, so, all right. So, let, let's actually go into a little bit of what's going to just straight up come in the box. Let's just get that out of the way. Um, so, you talked about how it came with the Joy-Con grip. Right. Right. So, um, do you want to tell us some of the other stuff that's in the box? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm pretty excited. You, you took better that. notes than me. Yours, that's okay. Yours are more legible. So. Well, you've got more <laughs> written down. But, um, yeah. I mean, we're going to get a docking station. We're gonna get a uh, what did they call that charge? It's the like the little stand thing that you slide the Joy Cons on. That's the dot. Oh, the Joy Cons slide. That's the grip. That's no, the Joy Con no. grip. There's an actual stand that they put. I forget what the actual name was, and that's my bad. The thing that the Joy Cons attached to, so it's yeah. one controller. That's... No, that control. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. That's then. what that is. That's yeah. the grip. Yeah. So the grip, which comes in the box. Right. It's not an additional thing because as someone who owned both the Wii and the Wii U. Those little extra plastic accessories for every controller were great, but you had to buy all of them. Yeah. And so it got really expensive. Every little piece was, you know, 10 bucks here, 20 bucks there. And so I like that the Joy-Con grip comes in the box because it's your primary way that people are going to be playing is with it, with the Switch in the docking station, playing on the TV, sitting on the couch with your Joy-Cons in the grip. Right. Right. Um, well, and something that's pretty standard now is they're, um, they're including an HDMI cable, which is nice. Yeah. 
Um, I feel like, like I said, it's pretty much standard now ever since the PS4 and the Xbox One. They started including those things. They mm-hmm. included headphones and stuff like that. You know, just a little extra things that um, I feel are, are more tailored towards their fans. Now, I will say this one does not come with any headphones. It no, it does that. not. It does not. Um, and they actually didn't say – they did say they've got this whole new online service, which we'll talk about in a bit. But they didn't really go into too much detail on it. So we don't know what kind of communication we'll be able to have. Today on the right. Wii U, uh, you can't really talk to each other very well. Um, so there's no real need for a microphone and a headset. Right. Um, so we'll have to wait and see, I guess. They, they did mention uh, basically uh, a version of PlayStation's <clears throat> share. So you can take screenshots. Right. It looked like you could also live stream some of your games and chat with people. Um, well, they, they definitely said that at launch it'll be able to do screenshots, and then video right. would be coming later. Okay, that's that's there was a lot of that tonight. right there. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of that tonight where it was, hey, check this out, and it'll be out soon. <laughs> that's so true. Um, you know, so uh, we actually don't know the extent of the video. You know, like the Xbox One, you can you know do the whole you know uh, Xbox capture that yeah thing and talk to it. It'll capture these little clips, and it, it's cool stuff. But I don't know like exactly how the Nintendo version will work for that. So, um, And then I guess really the only other thing in the box are actually the wrist straps mm-hmm. for the two Joy-Cons. So you get two, and what's cool about this is unlike the wrist straps for the Wii Remote, these actually attach to the Joy-Cons in a way that provide better grip and shoulder buttons. They're more pronounced shoulder buttons. So when you're using the controller like an old NES controller, you have better shoulder buttons to press. Which I thought was kind of cool. Oh yeah, man! I I I'm a button masher. I, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, especially those those shoulder buttons. They get they get the shit kicked out of them. Let's just put it there. Oh yeah, absolutely. And yeah. It, and it's very it's very Wii esque the way um, you hold these controllers. Mm. A lot of times, I'm excuse me. A lot of they spend a lot of time explaining how you hold the controllers and what you do with them, um, and the ergonomics of it. It feels natural in your hand. Um, they're a lot smaller than I expected. They are tiny. Um, they're probably they look about four inches. No, you know, no longer any wider than, um, you know, like I don't know your phone. Well, I, I mean, like say. so, like you, yeah, you got your Android phone here. Which which one is that? Oh, this is the Note, which is a little bit bigger, oversized phone. Right. So I mean, <laughs> I would say that the Joy-Con's probably as tall as your phone. Right. You know, not even as wide though. It's definitely you know more narrow. So they're small. They're very small. Much smaller than the Wii remotes, I'd say. Um, in length, definitely. definitely. Like, in width, they look maybe about the same. I, I, I mean, I, perspective, it's hard to tell. Yeah, from the, from there's the no video, comparison but... yet. Well, once we get one, we'll do some, Absolutely. some comparison shots because we have tons of those controllers laying around. So if you need a Wii remote, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I ended up with like eight of them. I don't know how that happened, but I do. I got a bunch of them. If, if I'd ever decide to use my Wii for more than just surfing Netflix, I will let you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, since they're compatible with the Wii U, so I, that's why I kept them yeah, around. Yeah, that's you know? fair. That's uh, fair. So, alright, speaking of the Joy-Cons, since we're on that, I kind of want to talk about, for a minute, how many features they actually packed into these tiny little plastic things. Oh my god, so many buttons. Um, so, so yeah, so like, they, they each have a joystick. And they each have your four normal buttons, which, um, you know, would be your A, B, X, and Y. They both have shoulder buttons, an L and R shoulder button. One has a home button. The other has the capture button. Yeah, God. 
both analog sticks can actually press in just like, you know, on Xbox and PlayStation. Right. Um, and then on top of that, the one with the home button also has built-in NFC with Amiibo capabilities. He's losing his shit right now. You have no <laughs> idea. He, he loves the Amiibos. <laughs> um, and then to top that off, they still have NFC, uh, they still have infrared built into the front of them. Um, so you can actually, it can see you. It knows how close you are. It can, can tell how large objects are. It actually registers that. Isn't that crazy? I mean, they actually showed, it can tell the difference between like rock, paper, scissors, which, I mean, you know, like it's hardcore. It's gyroscopic. So that's nice too. It's got, it's got motion controls. How nice, all of that. They were very, uh, <laughs> they were so, Man, they were really holding, they were pushing that, uh, sensitivity of the vibration. Yeah, the, the, on the HD controller. rumble. Right, is what they call it, the yeah. HD rumble. Yeah. They, they, they described it, it was basically the equivalent to moving ice cubes in a glass. <laughs> and that you could tell if it was one, two, or three ice cubes. Now, like, right. now they showed it and everything, and you know, it's all, it's all a presentation, so it's not, you know, li- to be taken literally. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I'm curious exactly what that means. You know, does it feel like it's heavier all of a sudden? Because that doesn't seem possible. It, it was a little misleading in my sense, and I know I asked you this while we were watching. I go, <laughs> are they are they implying temperature? What are they doing here? I mean, that would be cool, right? I think I think they would call it like 4D roll right, or right, something like that, right? Absolutely. I mean, how cool would that be though if you were playing a game and like if you were in like a fire level, a controller got hot. warmer or yeah. something? You know, I feel like in the in the wake of the whole uh, Galaxy Note explosion thing, maybe we don't want to go that route right now. And no, no, be... we want to keep um, bringing our switches on on the plane. Come on, <laughs> we can't have that. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I think it's super exciting um, just to see how how sensitive those vibrations really are. Because I can really, I can foresee developers really taking advantage of that in mm. some of the scarier games. Oh, As sure. you're moving, the vibrations get heavier and heavier and heavier. Uh, I think that'd be really cool. That would be pretty neat. I, I would like that quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, it'd be pretty awesome. Like, honestly, like, that would be... I, I think it's a lost opportunity if they don't take advantage of it. <laughs> they made it seem like they will because, you know, it was one of their big selling points mm-hmm. for this. It, it does have me a little nervous because, like, you know, the Wii U having the second screen was such a big game changer for a home console. And very few games used it in a non-gimmicky way. Uh, That's good you know, like Zombie U did a great job with it. They, it was your map, it was your uh, knapsack with your inventory. They did, they really leveraged the second screen well. But a game like Mario Kart, which is as first party as it gets for Nintendo, it was like kind of the map, and you could see where people were, even though they easily could have put that on the main screen, like all the other ones, and you could honk your horn. Um, again something that's been a button before so like it's not really if Nintendo is using it in a gimmicky way that's not a good sign so I'm hoping that the Switch stuff is going to be taken a little more seriously but I guess we'll have to wait and see see. yeah I mean he was really enjoying those ice cubes he was he was Um, but speaking though, like of the, the HD rumble and stuff they one of the reasons they focused on that was they were basically saying that the Switch is the amalgamation of every console Nintendo has ever put out. Yes. Finally together in a way where it all worked. And it was cool because they actually went through starting with the Famicom and going all the way up through including handhelds. They talked about the Game Boy and the 3DS. They are actually, I guess, just the DS yeah. technically. Uh, they talked about the GameCube and everything and how they were able to take, you know, 
comes with two controllers and you can take it on the go and it's got a touch screen and it's got shoulder buttons and, and you know, the X, Y, A, B and you, it has a handle so you can carry it and analog motion controllers. Yeah. yeah. First the analog. Joystick. And yeah. This finally has all of that in a way that looks like it was supposed to be that way. You know, where it's not, it doesn't feel gimmicky anymore. It right. feels like they designed it that way on purpose because it was ready. I like that. I li- I personally thought that was probably one of the most my mo- most favorite parts of the presentation, right? Yeah. Cuz you're like you're immediately like, "Yes, had that. Had that." <laughs> oh my god, you're right. Yeah, it that was super cool. I I totally agree with you on that. I think they obviously want to tell people out there, "Hey, we know what you love about our stuff." We've found a way to make it all work together, and you're still, it's like we're saying, we're, you're still going to get what you like, but we're going to make it a little different, a little mm-hmm. better. Yeah, and I think it's an important distinction because, you know, we have the console wars, right? Yeah. And, you know, I understand Xbox versus PlayStation, I do, because the similarities are much, there are many more similarities than there are differences, but Nintendo has always been out in left field doing their weird, crazy thing. Where they're they're trying to innovate in very unique ways, you right. know. When we got the PS4 and the Xbox One, I think we all sat around thinking, "Well, it's going to be a more powerful Xbox. It's going to be yeah. a more powerful PlayStation. It'll have 4K and it'll play, you know, <laughs> right?" And you know, that's exactly what we got, and that's because that's just the progression of technology. You know, the the PS3 was Blu-rays, the PS4 is 4K. Yeah, that's just the next step of right. evolution, right? You know, whereas Nintendo has has always tried to do something weird, like throwing, um, you know, doing a, uh, basically 3D VR type stuff with the Virtual Boy in the 90s, you know, or the GameCube having a giant handle on the back of it so you could take it with you to your friend's house, or the 3DS, or the, I mean, just the original DS, that is, having two screens, and one of them's a touch screen, you know, so those things were different. They were things that nobody really thought you needed in a gaming console. And I think that, that that sets them apart, good or bad. It sets them apart from that console war, I think. And this was the Switch is that. It's the definition of what makes Nintendo different. True. Yeah. I think that was, the way you just put that was the best way you could possibly say oh, that. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, John. like, <laughs> I'm inspired. <laughs> I need to go get more Nintendo stuff. Now, now Nintendo is silly. A lot of the time. <laughs> um, so, you know, they're calling it the Joy-Con. And so the Joy-Cons, you know, they work as one controller when you attach them to the, the actual Switch console tablet um, or to the the, the, uh, the grip. But when you split them up so you can play with a friend on some of these games, they actually call it sharing the joy. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, I laugh. As cheesy I, I as smile, that is, it's so cool. It's so <laughs> cheesy. It's <laughs> That that was probably the that was the biggest highlight for me because uh, I'd said it last episode the co-op local co-op is becoming scarce and scarce. What Nintendo just did was mind blowing. What they did was well now no one has an excuse because you can just literally hand them a controller and play right now. I love that. Yeah, it comes you don't need with to go two find a console. Yeah. When was the last time that a home console in its actual launch box? not in some bundle, came with two controllers. You know, I mean... I, I can't even think of one. I think... Now, maybe I'm wrong, so someone out there, if I'm wrong, let me know. I think it might have been the Super Nintendo. That would... 
and Sega as well, but maybe, maybe not, the Segas. Yeah, but that would be it, right? There's literally the 60, nothing else because the 64 had one controller, right? Right. The PlayStation had one controller, and the Xbox had one controller. Yeah, and then we've it. been that way ever since. <laughs> you know, so this is it. The Switch has two immediately in the box. I I was I mean that's amazing um, for me, and and I was getting more at was the fact that you can just play right then and there, like on the little screen if you want to. So if you're on an airplane and God forbid you ever get someone that's chatty, but <laughs> if things go, things go well you, and you're, you ever switch, you can literally hand them a controller and you both can play Mario Kart right there. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that, that, that is, is true. to me is like just revolutionary. It is really neat though, that it's still, Nintendo is very much focused on the playing together experience. Uh, which I think is really important because a lot of games, especially the big AAA games, have become you sit by yourself and play campaign right. or you play online against faceless people in multiplayer. Uh, the, the social aspects of video gaming has really gone away. I mean, I miss LAN parties. Yeah. You know, I remember when the original Halo was out, my brother's friends and my friends, we'd all get together. We'd bring over other consoles. We'd set up four and TVs. other TVs, right? <laughs> yeah. The giant big tube TVs. And we would um, set up four Xboxes in the basement with four TVs, 16 guys playing Blood Gulch, you know. And people are, you know, trying to you know screen watch over shoulders and throwing, you know, couch cushions at each other to mess each other <laughs> up. You know, it was just... Good times. You don't have that now. You know, and, and it's gone from being a social experience to being a very solo experience. And, you know, I miss the social experience. So I'm really excited that Nintendo is trying to focus on the playing together, playing with people. Take the Switch to your friend's house. They don't have one? Bring it with you. Right. You right. know? Um, and when we talk about the games, you know, one of the games here is, is actually pitched as a icebreaker party game. <laughs> you know that. When was the last time a console was really trying to do something like that? You know, a console that gets you laid. That is just the best. <laughs> <laughs> the icebreaker. Hey, you know what? Our date is kind of shitty, but uh, you want to play some Mario? <laughs> just kidding. That's how you ruin relationships. <laughs> no, it's not. Mario Kart ruins relationships. I mean, you're you're kind of right. You know, I mean, come on. If 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 you if you hit your wife with a <laughs> with a blue turtle blue. shell in the last lap. I mean, I'm just saying, you're sleeping on the couch. You know what? <laughs> well, that teaches you about people and what their true intentions are. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was that was super cool then to uh, introduce the game. The way they introduced it was kind of funny. It was a standoff, and basically, it was whoever made the fastest action. It looks like it, it'll. Signals go, and then whoever does the quickest action, because of course it's it's uh, it can record those type of movements, but it timed it, and it, basically it's a quick draw. So it's re it looked really interesting. It, they called it One Two Switch. Yeah, that's the actual title of the game. Um, it's one of the very few games, at least as we know of right now, um, that is a launch day game. Um, so tomorrow, or when this is, so let's back up. Yeah. January 13th, which is actually the day this podcast really goes out, um, at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, Nintendo Treehouse is doing a live Switch event in which we're supposed to learn all about the upcoming games. So tonight's presentation from Japan uh, was all about the console, and it, it talked some about games, but really we'll know more about the actual game lineup 
after the Treehouse event. So I mean, they revealed some big game titles today, yeah. um, and, and a lot of uh, original ones too that that I'm personally excited for. And we'll talk about it. Uh, you know what? Let's just go into it now. Ron Games. Okay, sure. Arms. Let's do it. Oh my God, arms, arms man! <laughs> I know it sounds weird. It is literally boxing from a distance. You have literally long arms that you can curve, you can jump, and you're just boxing in a, an arena that you can bounce off of, and, and you can block. You have specials. It just looks so cool. It's like they took the Wii Boxing, and they're like, well, how can we make this crazy and over the top? Oh, that's right. We'll we'll give you arms that extend 20, 30 feet, <laughs> that curve. <laughs> well, and like the, the cool thing about that was you actually play – with you, you each hold two of the Joy Cons, right? With no grip, you hold one in each hand. Um, you you know you basically hold them pointed up, and you're you're boxing with them, kind of like when you'd have the Wii Remote and the Nunchuck, right? You know, and you can actually play with somebody split screen. Again, there's that whole social aspect. You know, I think that's just so cool that you're able to to still do it on the same screen. It's not online. It's not versus. Um, I mean, they have a comp- they have computer yeah, characters, yeah. and you can play online. But you and I can get together and bring you – know, you can bring your Joy-Cons over or I can bring over mine and we can we can box it out with these crazy characters. On, on the same screen with no split. Yeah, that that was super, super cool. Um, while we're talking about playing multiplayer, they did announce that they, they are basically going to have uh, an online support system very much right. like to the P- PSN and um, Xbox Live. So it's going to be free. Until fall. Right. It's the so, longest trial I've ever heard of. <laughs> it is a very long trial. <laughs> I, I imagine they're probably still working out the bugs. Right. Um, uh, what, how and how much they're going to charge, but it will be a paid subscription uh, come fall. But it, there's so many new capabilities, though. Now that you're able to play multiplayer, you're also able to do LAN parties as well. Up they to eight. Some, yeah, which was it, it's a, a wireless LAN party. Right. But, <laughs> which is a little funny. But, yeah, you get, connecting eight consoles together is pretty interesting. I mean, it's a lot. Even the, the Xbox did four, which so, I thought was huge. So, in my head, you think about it like this. So, if you had two people per those eight. That's your 16. And we're talking 16 people in Mario Kart? That would be amazing. I mean, but that that's what... Back in the day, and I keep going back to it because I think it's a great example, that's what you could do in the original Halo right. on Xbox. Four Xboxes, four people on each, 16 people. And, you know, that was really exciting to be able to do together with people you knew and were actually with. So, yeah, to be able to do that for Mario Kart, could you imagine the chaos? Oh, of, it's so good. You know, of having a full roster of actual people in the same area. That sounds like a real party game to me. Yeah, I mean, I would love to be able to do something <laughs> like that. Um, that. That's really cool. One of the other things they had for the online services, though, was an app. Now, I thought this was really interesting. They kept saying a smart device app, so I assume they mean smartphones and tablets and, and things of that nature. Um, but basically, you could use this app to actually connect with people who have switches. You can schedule play parties. Based, oh, yeah. You, know, and you, could, you could chat with each other, and, and you could actually like sync up, do different things in the Switch universe from your smartphone. So if, you know, you and your buddies are talking at work or at school or whatever, and you're like, yeah, you know, we should really play whenever, you could boot up the app and, you know, your friends on on that and you can schedule a thing and there you go, which I thought was kind of interesting. 
I thought that was very clever. I yeah. And that's a good way where you don't have to build this complicated infrastructure. You're literally making an app to something that people use already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, no, that's genius. I mean, there is an Xbox Live app. Yeah, um, but what, what do you do on that app, really? Not, not a whole lot. <laughs> um, not, not much. I, sometimes I read my messages, you know, if I have any. Um, and I can look at my avatar. <laughs> <laughs> dress some and do whatever you uh, want. Hey but... man, he wears a Jurassic Park t-shirt. All right, that thing is awesome. But I mean, PlayStation <laughs> has one too, and it's uh, it's really all I can do is look at my friends list. I can look at people who sent me friend requests, mm. or I can, like you said, just look at my messages. There's not really much. They're pretty limited because they yeah. want you to be, do it on the console, which I understand. But it's just the opposite for Nintendo. They're like. No, we want you to use our app. Use the app. Do things with the app. Schedule stuff with the app. So it's a, it's just a really different approach, and that's that's what I think this whole system is about. Um, the whole switch is about different, basically switching, you know, your opinion and how you view gaming. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's almost about just integration with your yeah. daily life. I mean, the 3ds line is like that when you have the um, the street pass. You know, and it can count your steps, and you That's can earn cool. coins that way, and you can use those coins in games. Um, you know, for example, you can use you can use coins gained from walking. The steps you get on your 3DS, you can use in A Link Between Worlds, the Zelda game, A Link Between Worlds, to like help you if you get stuck somewhere. That's awesome. Uh, you know, um, that you can talk to these ghosts, so it'll give you hints. Perhaps, and they, perhaps they charge you. Ghosts, yeah. ghosts need coins, but um, <laughs> you gotta pay the troll toll. <laughs> you know, but like I like that though. It's you know, okay, I'm, I'm having a really hard time. What can I do? I'm gonna take a walk around the block. I'm gonna get, get some coins. I'm gonna go talk to this ghost. I'm gonna bribe him and figure out what's happening. Um, and, and, and perhaps they took that cue from the, from the uh, pass, yeah. walking pass, and they decided that that was. Probably some some things we need to figure out a way to in- integrate something like that into this system. Well, now that Nintendo's doing mobile stuff, and they have Mitomo, which is yeah. completely social. That's all it really is is for you to hang out with and, with your friends and, and that kind of thing. Um, they've you know launched, of course, um, Super Mario Run on iOS with Android to come, and then kind of sort of they have Pokemon Go. That's really not re- like much Nintendo. It's really the Pokemon Company and right. Antic. Um, but you know they're really pushing mobile. And they want you to be active. They want you to be going out into the real world. And they want you to have access to the Nintendo all the time. It's genius. It honestly. is a good idea. It, it's yeah. it's because now you're not confined to your home anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, playing online might be a little difficult, obviously. But if, if there's a Wi-Fi connection, you're fine. Sure. But, you know, I think that's playing the Switch online when you're outside of the house. You know, what are you going to be playing? You're probably going to be in a car Right, so you're going to be playing playing by yourself or with the person sitting next to you. Right, you know, it's not. I don't really expect to do a whole lot more than that in those situations, anyway. Um, So I, I don't know. I think that that's pretty cool. Um, So do you want to go back? What are you pointing at? Um, Well, I I figured (laughs) while we're talking about being mobile and active, uh, the battery life is expected anywhere between two and six hours. And I think obviously that that has to depend on uh, how heavy you're playing, what you're playing. I imagine Skyrim, which was released. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Not released. Announced. Announced. Sorry. Um, if, I imagine if you're playing Skyrim, that's very heavy on the system. Yeah, I mean, they, so they basically said, like, straight up, he goes, battery life will depend on the game that you're playing. Absolutely. But it will be between two and a half and six and a half hours. Now, 
I've used a lot of laptops in my day. That's pretty much the range of right. your average laptop. So that's not terribly shocking. Um, but it is interesting that the range is so much based on the game. I assume you're right. Skyrim, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. Right? Will be pretty hardcore. Mario Kart 8? I don't know. Splatoon 2, which we'll talk about in a second? I don't know. Um, but that's a wide range of game time. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, we're talking four hours here. That's, that's a lot. Yeah, it, that's pretty good. Um, now, they did say you, you can play while it's charging, and that goes for either, you know, while it's in the docking station and it's charging through the AC adapter, or if you're charging through a USB. By the way, that was also included in the case. Yes, in the, the box. AC adapter. Sorry for us to yeah. mention that earlier. Um, no giant brick, which for, right. for me is great because <laughs> bo- both the Wii and the Wii U had bricks. Not Xbox bricks, but they still had bricks. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I, I like that we're now in a world as of March 3rd, <laughs> as of March 3rd, we're in a world where the big three video game companies no longer have bricks attached to their consoles. So, <laughs> to me, it's so just it's a waste of hardware. It's the future, you know? I'm looking at his Wii from the, across the room here. I'm looking right at the brick he's talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's right. It's, <laughs> it's pretty big. I mean, look, I, I just upgraded the Xbox One S, and the S doesn't have the brick. But the, Finally. But the Xbox One, the first release of it, it is gigantic. I mean, you could like kill a puma with that thing. <laughs> they just want, they're just expecting your house to just move in the middle of a lightning storm in an empty field. It's it, on top of water. It's in, especially when the PS4 doesn't have one at all. No, they haven't had it. And the PS4 for a long time. The box is smaller. The PS4 is a smaller physical form than the than the Xbox One was. Now the the, the One S is smaller, and the One S doesn't have the brick, so they figured something out. I don't know what they. I'm not. They took a clue. They took. They, <laughs> they finally. Took, they got took a part of PS4 yeah. and figured out what to do. <laughs> they finally, under, they finally got it. Um, um, but <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, but what I thought was interesting is that uh, the it sounded like that when you're mobile, when you're using it in what they call tablet mode or handheld mode, it has a USB hookup, and you can charge via USB. So. So yeah, so there's three modes. There's TV mode where it's in the docking station. Right. There's tablet mode where you're physically holding it, and then there's handheld. Um, that was I'm tabletop. sorry, tabletop, yeah. not tablet. Tabletop mode. Tabletop. That's where you use the kickstand, and you're you've taken the Joy Cons off. Right. And then you have handheld mode, which is where you're holding the tablet. Joy Cons slid on it. Right. Um, as which is awesome. I mean, that's so diverse. That's that is a, a console that can do literally everything. Um. Let's it, talk more about the games. Sorry, okay. I didn't yeah. mean to switch subjects. No, you're good. You're good. Let's do it. So we, we talked about 1-2 Switch, which is basically like their new version of Wii Sports. Um, and it's, you know, their icebreaker party game. It's a launch day game. Um, it's It's got a lot of motion controller stuff in it. And one of the big things they were pushing is that a lot of those games, if not the significant majority, you don't spend your time looking at the screen. You spend your time looking at the person you're playing against. That was a very, very cool uh, feature for me. It's the screen talks, it says go, whatever. But again, they're wanting you to socialize. This is the icebreaker game mm-hmm. that he's talking about. They want you to, to, you know, look in your opponent's eyes and they want you to play the game. Play the game, enjoy the game, not so necessarily stare at a screen. It's almost like a divergence from, you know, we've had augmented reality and the big resurgence of VR. And this is almost a sidestep of all of that, saying we can do all the motion stuff that VR can do, but use your imagination right. for what it all looks like and just talk to the people and play with the people um, rather than strapping a giant thing on your head, <laughs> uh, you know, which is still cool. It's still pretty cool. It is. You know, but again, it's not social, 
right? And so Nintendo's like, well, we can do that, but let's not do that. Let's focus on the interaction. It's different, and it and it, we'll see how it works. But from what they presented, different looks good. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we had Arms, which uh, we talked about, where it's the the, the weird boxing game. Um, now that one's not until spring. Spring. We don't yeah. have an exact date uh, for that one, so I assume April May ish for that. Um, and then I guess we can move on to kind of the bigger titles. So, uh, so the first one was, this one was surprising to me, and that is Splatoon 2. It's a completely new Splatoon game, um, where, which, uh, is gonna have, you know, all new maps, it's gonna have new, uh, designed characters, new weapons, some new gameplay, um, it's gonna be able to use the, the gyro in the controllers, it'll support the pro controller, which is sold separately, and it's coming out this summer, which is really just a, about three years after the first game. So pretty, so that you would say that's pretty recent for Nintendo recent stuff. installment. Yeah. yeah, since it's not a AAA title where you've got you know, you know somebody big doing Call of Duty every year. You right. know what I mean? Right. Um, well, it took off because I, I personally haven't played Splatoon, but obviously the popularity is there. I mean, it's one of the very few games that has been out, you know, for basically two years on the Wii U. That's still the full sixty dollar price. You know, most of those Wii U games have dropped to the twenty nine ninety nine. Even a bunch of select ones are the nineteen ninety nine range hmm. as nin- the Nintendo Selects titles. Um, but Splatoon's been able to keep strong at sixty bucks. So for them to do a sequel like this, specifically for the Switch, may be a good reason for people to upgrade. Right. Um, now it's a summer release. We don't have a specific date, but it's summer twenty seventeen. So so again, you know. The console will be out for a little while before that real push. Um, Talk about the good one. Come on, we're, we're gonna we're gonna segue. What what is the biggest cock tease they had in this whole thing? <laughs> well, was, for, you want? I mean, what, what was yours? Because mine might be different. No, I think we're both on the same. I mean, I was very very ecstatic about Skyrim, but I think seeing Mario in New York <laughs> was. Probably as good as it gets. It was so crazy. I was like, what the fuck is going on? It was unbelievable. It was awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Mario shows up. They show, when they show the trailer, Mario is just, he's jumping around cabs. He comes out of a... Of a, of a, a sewer. Yeah, like the manhole cover. Like, he's a ninja turtle. <laughs> yeah. um, and he, he's jumping off of cab cars. He's, you know, wall jumping up skyscrapers. It was unreal. Um, so, it's an open world game. It's called Super Mario Odyssey, Odyssey. Yep. which uh, I actually I really like the title. I think it's, I think a cool it's great. Title. Yeah, it, Odyssey sounds like we have a lot more to show you. Like you know, what I mean, world is like okay, cool. There's a lot to explore, but like Odyssey to me is like we've got a never-ending story here. Right. <laughs> we've it's got an a epic. Big, yeah, you know? exactly. I feel like it's ready. I'm excited for it personally. I think from what we saw, some of the maps, gorgeous. Yeah. The, the forest map looked just beautiful. Every detail in the tree, the bark, you can see bark. Um, the colors were beautiful. There were so many levels. What did you think on some of those levels? I mean, there were some that were very abstract, and it was just colorful and bright and unique. And it's something that I feel you can only get from a Mario game where, yeah, he can jump around on the, on the cab cars, and I'm going to have so much fun pretending to be <laughs> Spider-Mario. Um <laughs> But it's the crazy stuff. It's the off-the-wall ridiculousness of the Mario universe that I really love and go back to. 
and you still have that. I mean, you know, you made the joke that you, the Bowser's in there, but he kind of looks like Kingpin from the Daredevil he movie. He does. He's wearing a white suit. He's <laughs> like the one from the movie, not the Netflix show. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, Peach, of course, is still getting captured after all these years. And um, one of the new things that they showed was Mario can now throw his hat and then jump off of it to get across, like, so big openings. cool. Which is pretty neat. Um, the hat is actually a character. It, it, yes. What does it have? It has eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it does. And, and, you know, like giant eyes, like in place of the M. He's got giant I mean, eyes. I think it's cool. <laughs> it's so different. And I mean, the whole time I'm like, what is going on? This is unbelievable. And then they ruined it by saying, holiday 2017. Oh, I know. Uh, I was like, I want to freaking shoot you right now. There was holiday a, season. Yeah. We're talking like nine, ten months from where we're at now. No, actually, literally like, yeah, like nine months from now. I mean, I imagine if they're saying holiday, they probably mean November. I know, probably. But that's just terrible. Because that's what Nintendo releases a lot of stuff in November. Um, but that's, yeah, that's ten months away. So long. Um, and it's, that's seven to eight months after the launch of the, the console. I mean, there was a time where you, you just, you didn't release a Nintendo console without a Mario game. They were even right. packaged together Whoa, yeah. for the first two consoles. That's interesting that you mentioned that, by the way. They are not, at least from what we can tell, they are not including any games. None, which would be, I mean, it depend, so the Wii came with Wii Sports. Right. The 64 did not come with a game. It came with Mario, Mario Kart. Depending on the bundle that you bought. Okay, I see. There were different versions of it. The one I got was the Mario so, Kart one. Yeah. So. so the reason I wanted to specify is the Wii, the Wii U has two models. There's a white model that's uh, 8 gigabytes, and then the black model, the deluxe model, that's 32 gigabytes. The black model came with Nintendo Land, but gotcha. the white model did not. Interesting. So Nintendo has played around with this idea before, but this looks like the first time where they're just straight up. It's not coming with anything. Um, but, I mean, you know, it is coming with the, the grip. It is coming with two of the wrist straps, the, the docking board. station. The HDMI cable, and it comes in at under $300. So, I'm kind of cool with it, because, I mean, how much do you think 1-2 Switch is going to cost, or ARMS is going to cost? Those are probably going to be $20, $30 games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, if, if ARMS comes in at $60, I don't think anyone's going to buy that. They, I mean, so I'm going to buy it. For <laughs> 60 bucks. I, I mean, I I'm not know. buying I mean, it for 60 bucks. You never know. <laughs> no, I don't think it's going to be that high either. Um, and, and and again, they they haven't released. Um, they haven't said anything about what comes with this free support. So there might be some free games on there as well. For what? Um, the online. Oh, the free trial of the online services. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to expect from that. I imagine you're going to be able to download games because it looked like in one of the previews there was an emulator. So yeah, I do want to talk about that. Let's we'll get back to that. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that. Might be a, like a tangent. So we'll, oh, we'll, I see. we'll circle back to that. I, I promise. I see. I promise. Um, but to your point, I mean, Microsoft and Sony both do free titles monthly if you pay yeah. for their online services, the uh, Xbox Live Gold and the PS uh, PSN Plus. So I expect Nintendo to probably do something like that, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. I guess. Yeah, and they, they didn't release any pricing on that either. So we're... no no pricing for the online services, no pricing for any of the games. But they did say it was going to be a subscription, so it, yeah. it's going to be monthly, most likely, or yearly, whatever you want to pay. 
Now, they did say that there are over 80 games, 8-0, currently in development for the Switch, which is exciting. That's good news. But there's a big but there. <laughs> you didn't say it, but I said it for you. No, please. Go go right ahead. Well, this is my – I'm sure everyone else is concerned. What do we have to play when the game comes out? When the, when the console releases, uh, you have 1-2 Switch. We have one, two switch. So and, it's just me and you, right? And you also have Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, originally slated for spring, it's officially a launch day game, which is a big deal. Yeah. If you're not going to have Mario, you better have something good. And Breath of the Wild probably is the best thing they could have possibly had for launch day. I uh, personally, I, I haven't played m- many of the Zelda games, but holy shit, looking at that trailer... The one that they just showed for this presentation, the 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 world is just unreal. It's huge, it, and it's beautiful. I mean, it the world's like size is like it's like Skyrim size, world, right? Um, which for Nintendo is is very impressive. Um, the graphics look beautiful. The, the game just looks awesome and exciting. Do you think that was a um, tactical move by Nintendo? There were some rumors going around that the release date was going to be more mid-March to end of March. Do you think they may, they may have made an audible at the end and said, well, we need a big launch title? I mean, I, I think that the anticipation for Zelda was so high right? Um, that if you didn't have a big first-party title for launch... No one's stepping up to buy it. And Nintendo right now is riding this wave of success recently between Pokemon Sun and Moon, between Pokemon Go, the NES Classic, Super Mario Run. Right. These have all been very successful in 2016, especially the second half of 2016. Well, just releasing that, the um, new NES. Yeah, the classic. Was crazy. Yeah. Huge. That was so, people went nuts over that. I mean, considering it was only out for two weeks in November, it sold, you know, 200,000 units and then they ran out of them. You know, um, they probably could have sold twice that number if they had enough in stores. So they're riding this wave of Nintendo is cool for some reason right. now. I've always believed that, but I, I seem to seem to be in a minority a lot of the time. No, no, Derek, uh, you, you, you are you, you are special, you are unique and beautiful. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, the I, thing about Nintendo for me is like I, I I like to play serious games, but honestly, like real realistically speaking here, Nintendo, I actually enjoy playing those games. Uh, whereas I look at like Battlefield as a job. Mm. Like, That's I'm, interesting. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's work for me. Yeah, it's, it's kind of stressful. But Nintendo, I can pick it up. I can play most of the games on there, like Mario Kart, any day. And I think that's the replayability is it for me. You know, when I find myself, I, I don't want to start a new game. I just want to play something that I'm yeah. familiar with. I always go back to Nintendo stuff. Um, you know, I'm not. Sometimes I'll go back to Halo. That, that you know, sometimes. But I'm not going back to. I just started playing through the Gears of War games. If you listened last week, I just started playing those. I beat the first one. I gotta be honest, I can't imagine ever going yeah, to play that yeah, one. Yeah, it's again. exactly it. It wasn't a bad game, but no, it doesn't have that done. interest that Mario Kart has and Donkey Kong Country has. And even, you know, I still play a few times a week on my Game Boy Pocket <laughs> Tetris DX. Because uh, <laughs> oh, uh, my original Tetris game uh, broke, and so I had to upgrade to D- DX. You know, I, I go back to these old games. I'm still playing the Pokemon games. 
You know, I've I put in over 32 hours into Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. That's crazy. Yeah, you know, that's a huge amount. That's of time. a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. You know, I think I put 12 or 13 hours in and the years. What is more. that? A thirty dollar so game? Thirty five. But yeah, and you've put thirty hours into oh, it. Over we're spending thir- double that. On over thirty two hours. Um, that it, are eight hours, right? You know, so it's just yeah, that's insane. Um, but anyway, so if we look back though at, at this list of games, they showed some trailers, but we got really no information. We have. We have no release dates. We have no prices. And in some, we don't even have titles, so I can't even really tell you what they are necessarily. Um, Xenoblade 2 is is coming to the Switch, uh, which was really... looked really good. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, We've got Fire Emblem Warriors, which had a very quick cinematic uh, that happened in such a way that was so quick, I thought maybe it was supposed to be part of the Xenoblade 2 trailer. (laughs) It was back to back. Like, uh, seriously, I couldn't tell the difference. Um, there's a new Atlas game that's still in quote early development, so we don't really know anything about that. Sega, something kind of funky happened with the translation on, on that particular part of the presentation, but Sega's developing something. They had nothing really specific to say about it. I assume they mean a Sonic game, since they've shown some Sonic footage. They've shown a few, few, yeah, they've shown a few clips. We of course have Skyrim, which had no release date. Um, even though they talked to the Bethesda guy, and he still had no release date, nothing. Todd no, Sun, <laughs> no spring, no summer, no holiday, no no talk of dates at all. You know, but that was like that. Seek that secret was kind of spoiled from the get go because they, in their initial trailer, when Switch ever even became a thought, they had shown the the people playing Skyrim. Yeah, it was. You can tell with Skyrim, it wasn't actually like. It didn't blatantly say it, but it was a guy holding a, a bow, and he was shooting at a dragon. Like, yeah, it looked like Skyrim. <laughs> it's Skyrim. <yeah. laughs> but because of that, they've had all this time now to come up with at least a range for when it'll come out. Right. If Super Mario Odyssey, if they know that's coming out in holiday 2017, and we can't get a date for Skyrim, why can't we get that date? You know, that's now, the thing. I wish, of course, at the the Treehouse event that's happening at nine thirty a.m. Eastern on the day this comes out, which is January thirteenth, is all about the games, and so maybe they were saving all these release dates. I hope for that event. We'll yeah. have to wait and see. Um, now, what was interesting is EA showed up. Now, you know, EA has, you know, they get slammed a lot um, in the gaming community, and you know, rightfully so for a lot of reasons. I'm, I'm certainly not going to defend them. Um, but they are bringing a custom-built Switch version of FIFA sometime in 2017. Looks good. It, it, I mean, that's exciting when the fact that you said custom-built. Okay, that means we're not getting another game we've played before. We're getting a different game made to work specifically for the Switch. So yeah. I mean, the mechanics are going to be really nice. It's not just a port. Um, which you know we've seen a lot of Wii U ports and Wii ports that are done very poorly because the, the companies just don't want to put the money into developing it. This sounded different. It sounded like they wanted to leverage all the motion controls and the, the way the Joy-Con works and things like that. Um, so, you know, I'm not a big soccer guy from a video game perspective. And neither am I. But I'm curious. The ga- the FIFA games so. are really fun, though. Like, I, I will live by it. FIFA World World Cup. It particularly is like, and that was like twenty, uh, I think twenty fifteen, best one, okay. best one hands down. So much fun. 
Um, but en- enough about FIFA. What um, else we got? We and then the other one we uh, they did show a thumbnail for when they showed a bunch of thumbnails for different games. A thumbnail for NBA 2K18. Yeah. So there will be some basketball showing up on the on the Switch at some unknown point. Um, and then there were some Dragon Quest games. So Dragon Quest 10 and 11 are coming to the Switch in Japan. And Dragon Quest Heroes 1 and 2 are coming to the Switch as well. Now I know what you're thinking. If 10 and 11 are coming to Japan, does that mean you can't get it in the States? So, so John, tell us, why is it not a big deal that Dragon Quest X and Eleven are only being released in Japan? Well, aside from them already being released, they... On non-Switch consoles. Right, right. <laughs> they... Drumroll, please. Are not going to be region-locked. And they being, not the games, but the Switch itself. The Switch itself will not be region-locked, which How means you, cool will get, that? you will get the games you've been trying to get that you can't get because you don't have Japanese Game Boys. <laughs> and I can't, read Jap- I, mean, I can't read Japanese. That's a personal problem. But uh, no, for, for years, for people who don't know, you know, region-locking has been a big deal for Nintendo because, you know, especially for Pokemon games and a ton of JRPGs, there are Japanese-only games, and you need a Japanese console to play them, and you need, need to be able to read Japanese. And, um, you know, probably the, the, the language barrier will still be a problem. <coughs> but, you know, this is just really exciting stuff, that the Switch will not be region-locked. So that means that if you want a particular JRPG that's released for the Switch, you can get it. It, and, you know, you might need to have to read Japanese, but you can get the game at least. And that's really exciting. Um, so I, w- I want to point that out. And then let's circle back to the Street Fighter clip that we saw. Because you can't tease me with Street Fighter and then not say anything about <laughs> it. Yeah, I mean, they just gave us a snippet. It, it was not even really... It was passing. It was like barely even there. Like I don't even know if you can call it a clip. It wasn't right? even a clip. It was like a gif. <laughs> Basically. I mean, what looked like Ryu, and now by looking at the website, they actually have the website up, and they have a few games listed, and it looks like they're calling this Street Fighter. So yeah, so this is, this is actually Ultra Street Fighter 2, and it looks like, from the looks of it, this is not a virtual console game. This is like a straight-up Switch game. It, it looks pretty awesome, actually, the... From the screenshots, they have a few screen screen caps on here, and um, so you can actually it looks head out. Really cool. You can we'll actually put a list up uh, on our website, but there's there's a Switch site up that's got some games, and it's it's Ultra Street Fighter Two, the Final Challengers. Um, it doesn't have a date right now, but it looks like that's going to be a thing. So that's exciting. Um, it's really Personally, exciting. <laughs> that's but exciting. But it's also a little concerning because I wanted to see the Virtual Console. I wanted to see. The virtual console from the Wii and the Wii U brought over to the Switch with new games, with more games from newer games from the Wii and the Wii U brought over to the Switch so I can play Donkey Kong Country and Mario Galaxy and old games like Street Fighter on the Switch in, you know, tabletop mode and whatever mode I want. Um, and so to see the Ultra Street Fighter 2 be like a standalone release, is a little bit concerning because I really wanted it to be a a virtual console kind of thing, and I, I apologize if you guys can hear the clicking in here because we're just we're looking through some of the stuff that they have on the website, and you know it's it's basically said as Nintendo Switch as the platform, and that's really all that it says. Um, we don't we don't really know 
Is this going to be released as a cartridge game? Which, keep in mind, all of the Switch games are cartridge games. Which, which brings up the question, do you think there will be an adapter, or do you think <laughs> DS games will be... Like I said, in that adapter that'll be yeah. able to be played on this system. Here's why I'm going to say no. I wish. I wish. Oh, I know. That would be backwards compatibility achieved, you know? And, and that's kind of what you're talking about with the virtual console. But the problem is that DS games, almost all of them require two they screens. utilize the second screen, but the screen is larger, so... It is a larger I, screen. I mean, I'm just spitballing ideas here. But here's the other thing. If you look at the way the schematics are set up and the images that we have... The game card that they're calling, they're calling it a game card, not a cartridge. The game card, the way it pops in, has a door that closes behind it, which right. is something that the Game Boys and the DSs have never had. There's never been a door that closes the game in. And so I'm going to, I'm looking at the way the cartridge looks in this picture. It doesn't look exactly the same. Uh, it certainly doesn't have the notch that the 3D games for the 3DS have, this extra notch, so you can't accidentally put a 3DS game in That's an true. older DS. Um, so I don't think that's going to happen, but the virtual console is really what we can, what they can use to, to take care of all of this, you know, from the original Nintendo up through most of the Wii and Wii U games, you can bring these to the switch. I, I know that there's some limitations because of Wii U's dual screen and, and some of the Wii's specific motion stuff may not be completely compatible with the switch's motion. Um, but you can't tell me that you know the, the, the Mario Galaxy games won't run on the Switch, right? Absolutely. Um, or that the Virtual Console games from the Super Nintendo won't run on the Switch. I feel like it's a better console for them, actually. See, the weird part is, uh, to a to a degree, minus the uh, eStore, <laughs> to, to a degree they've all been kind of backwards compatible, like GameCube. Was able to be played on the Wii until the the later Wii U releases. played Wii. I mean, mm-hmm. and well, and well, GameCube, right? Th- no, so the Wii U, the Wii U does not play GameCube discs, um, but the Wii U has a Wii emulator built into it. So it essentially has a Wii environment that you can install and launch. So right. when I bought right. my Wii U, I migrated my Wii into it, um, and it basically wiped my Wii. Uh, but it doesn't play the mini discs that the GameCube has. Gotcha. And I think that was the big downfall for the GameCube and why we still don't have that type of backwards compatibility is the disc size, not the games themselves. It was so small. Yeah. yeah. They didn't want to build another you know, device player that could handle the smaller discs because there's some extra cost in that. Um, but from a virtual console perspective, you know, there's no reason that Super Smash Bros. Melee can't work on the Switch. Absolutely. Mario Sunshine can't work on the Switch. So... I want to see Virtual Console. I want to see that big time because that will get me to put aside my Wii U and put aside, um, you know, my old Game Boy and, and Super Nintendo and actually focus on the Switch if that's what they really want me to do. Well, that's a huge deal. Um, backwards compatibility has always been a big, a big thing for players, especially me. Um, obviously, Xbox found a way around it. That was genius. I give them many o credit for that. It's hardcore though the way the the Xbox handles it because anytime you're playing a 360 game on an Xbox One, you're actually launching an entire Xbox 360 emulator that runs that game, and so it's it's actually a storage issue, right? Because each game requires its own emulator, hmm. so each game file size is much larger than it would have been on the 360 because it has to also have a 360 emulation built into it. 
Um, it works and it's cool and I, I use it quite a bit. I mean, I, I'm, I just use it for, I'm using it for Gears of War. I've used it for Stick of Truth and, and right, some others. Right. Um, so, you know, it works, but you also have, you know, 500 gigs, a terabyte, maybe even two terabytes, depending on which version of the Xbox One you have. And now that the site is up and we can see the details, we know that the Switch is 32 gigs of internal memory. This is a this is a, a micro SD card we're talking about here. Um, well, no, that's a, to expand the. Storage. Oh, I'm sorry. So yes, it's got 32 we're talking gigs about... of internal memory, which is the exact same as the deluxe edition of the Wii U, but it does have a micro SDXC slot, um, so you can expand it with a micro, not a standard. Um, which you know, I, I, I appreciate that we're moving away from the standard SD card. To a certain extent, however, they're tiny. I mean, the micros small. are so small. Yes. So when you're mobile, they're easy to lose. I've had I've had <clears throat> 64 gigabyte micro SDs. Sure, but honestly, I, I'm kind of with you on that. Why Why are we using micro SDs? I mean, it's it's probably a store. It's a size thing because it's supposed to be mobile, and I get it. You can buy 128 gigabyte you know micros, and you know the site here doesn't say what the max is. You know, a lot of Android phones claim a 64 gig max. Um, so, you know, we'll see. But it's an important thing to be aware of because it's not a one-to-one -one comparison. The Xbox One and the PS4 use discs and force you to install the game onto the console's hard drive to play it. Right. So you need 500 gigs, a terabyte, to store all of that stuff because the truth is, you know, the Halo collection, the Halo Remastered collection, is like 50-some gigs. Yeah. You know, you install that on a regular Xbox One, that's 10% of your storage gone from one set of games. Um, you know, and on a PC, I mean, you know, Overwatch is huge on PC. But these games on the Switch, anyway, are cartridge games. They're, they're, they're coming on these cards. You don't install them. You just play them Playing off the card. straight from the card, yeah. So the internal storage is nowhere near as important unless they do a virtual console thing. But I've also, on my Wii U and my Wii, I never ran out of space. I just used SD cards and I was fine. So I'm not really worried about that. But I don't it is important to be aware that when you look at it, you go, well, the Switch is only 32 gigs and the Xbox is a terabyte. It's but not the same thing. Yeah, but but you it's know? not required. I, I get yeah. what you're saying. They're, they're, the games are directly played, so that that's a good point. Um, what else do we do what else do we find out about the hardware? So big thing for the actual screen tablet. So when you're playing this in tabletop mode or handheld mode and you're using the Switch, what they're calling the Switch console, which is really just the tablet portion, um, it's a 6.2-inch multi-touch uh, capacitive touchscreen, and it has a max resolution of 1280 by 720. Now, that is HD. It's not, quote, full HD, which is 1080, and it's certainly not 4K um, or Ultra HD, but it is a 6.2-inch screen. And from someone who has talked to a lot of people about 4K and has done a lot of my homework on 4K, uh, when you're looking at screen sizes that small, you can, you, the human eye can only differentiate pixels of certain sizes. Right. Um, I don't think a 720 screen is going to be a big deal, number one. Number two, I think that the battery life would have been atrocious if we had a, had a full HD yeah, or, or 4K screen. I think it would have been awful. But on top of that, Nintendo games, while they are beautiful in 1080p, Mario Kart 8 is beautiful on the Wii U in 1080p, um, I'm playing it on a 55-inch TV. 
I'm not playing it on a 6.2 inch tablet. Well, th- that would be necessarily you'd be connecting this to the TV. So the TV will play 1080p. So that was my next question. Yeah. So it's full HD capabilities. The screen is only 720. So when right. you're mobile, you're 720. When you plug it into a TV, you're whatever that TV is up to 10 1080. I don't think there's going to be any 4K games right. anytime soon. Um, now it also does talk a little bit about the battery life. Uh, yeah, we, we roughly said earlier was between two, two and a half two and to a half. six and a half. Yeah. Um, so they actually give a specification and, and safe as example, the legend of Zelda, we're talking about playing roughly for three hours on a single charge. Right. Um, now it does say it can last for more than six hours. I assume that's like if you're just doing something pretty low entry, right. maybe street fighter or something like that, you can get six hours. Uh, but for, yeah, for breath of the wild, you're looking at three. three. Now, <laughs> I think Breath of the Wild is probably going to be a good example of something that's going to push the console a bit. Um, you know, that and Skyrim, I would expect the same amount of battery life out of both of those. So, you know, I, I don't think three hours is bad. It's certainly not what you'd get out of your 3DS, but it's a bigger screen and it's more powerful games. The you know the graphics are much much more complex on something like that. So. You know, that's uh, that's what we got there. Uh, so we're, we're kind of over time. Let's finish up by just mentioning a couple of other games that we saw on the site um, that, that are slated to come out. So uh, we've got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, uh, which is basically the, uh, you know, not really a remaster, but a, you know, a uh, expanded updated version. Yeah, updated, yeah. updated version of Mario Kart 8, but for the Switch. Uh, it'll have you know new content, new tracks, and things like that. That is slated for April 28th, um, so almost two months after the console launches. Still spring. And uh, for those of you who haven't played Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U, it's actually it's brilliant. It might be the best Mario Kart game they've made to date. They remastered a bunch of old tracks. They've added some really cool functionality, tons of new racers. They've expanded the number of racers who can race together. You know, because if you go back to uh, Mario Kart 64 and, and Super Mario huh, Kart, yeah. you only had eight eight players, um, right? You know, and now it's uh, they they really expanded it up to to 16, which is really cool. Um, and and like I said, with that tabletop, if we could make that right? working, how awesome that would be! Get eight switches together oh, and have God. 16 people playing Mario Kart. That would be pretty awesome. Um, then they also have a Super Bomberman R, which has a March release, not a specific day, but a March release. And I'm I'm a huge Bomberman fan. Really, I love Bomberman, especially the old <laughs> the older like top down looking Bomberman games, uh, like just Super Bomberman, for example. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm pumped. I'm I'm really excited to see that. I'm curious again if this is going to be like Street Fighter, where it's, um, you know, it's more of an old school game. But you know, will it be on a cartridge or will it be an eShop? See, that's the big question. Because um, they're keeping the eShop. I mean, right. they're, they're still keeping that. That's their thing. So it might be an eShop title like uh, you know Shovel Knight was initially, and the Steam World games were initially. Um, and then the other one I wanted to point out is Minecraft. Uh, it's two, TBD, no no release date, but it's specifically Minecraft Switch Edition. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was interesting because before the Switch, Nintendo was actually working on their own version of a Minecraft style game for the Wii U. And now we're actually getting Minecraft, and I think that that's great because 
Minecraft is so well known as a brand, I think it's more important that they get the brand of Minecraft than just a 8-bit style building game. Right. Yeah. Well, it's merchandising is huge on it as well. I mean, kids. Yeah. I, I see kids with Minecraft swords and, and stuff all the time, backpacks. So, yeah, to get a, a homemade title like that, that's a, that's a big deal. Well, and imagine integrating Nintendo IP into Minecraft. You know, having thing. You know, how cool would it be to have your uh, Mi Yuto or how do you say those again? The Mitomos. How cool would? Yeah, it you be? could bring your Mitomo into Minecraft in, in, or in your, like your Mi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bringing your Mi into into Minecraft would be cool. I mean, you can you can you in Mario Kart you can race as your Mi. Right. You right. Know, um, which is pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, but imagine, like, you know, your sword in Minecraft is Zelda's sword, or Link's sword. That, that would be uh, so cool. You know, or you could get Link's shield, or you can get Mario's hat, or, you know, maybe, you know, you could get Donkey Kong's tie, and, you know, different, different types of things you could, you know, you could do. I think they could have a lot of fun with that. So, um, but I think, I think that's it. I'm, I'm looking over my notes, trying to see if there's anything well, else. Well, my biggest concern, and I'm sure a lot of people are thinking this uh, while we're talking about the subject, and what is, other than Zelda, what is going to make me buy this console on release date? Why should I buy it? What am I going to be able to play immediately right then and there? Yeah, I mean, that's still a huge question mark. Breath of the Wild is a big deal. It's very anticipated, but... Right now, it's one of two games that have an official launch day launch release. Launch day release. And the other one is 1-2 Switch, which looks fun and cute, but it's basically the new Wii Sports. And I don't think anybody was going to buy the Wii because of Wii Sports. I hope you know? not. I play, I play I the love hell it. out of it. I mean, it. I love it, but you know? it's not the reason I bought It's not a $300 <laughs> game, no, you know? No, no. <laughs> um, but, you know, so basically on launch day, you gotta spend 300 for the console and probably 60 for Breath of the Wild. And is that it? Are you stuck until Mario Kart 8 Deluxe comes See, out? And that's, that's what I would, I was actually hoping that that would be a closer date, end of March or something. It's kind of disappointing that they pushed it out that far. Yeah, I mean, it, it is disappointing and, to see that the Mario, Super Mario Odyssey, is not until sometime. Oh my god, that's so upsetting. Holiday season. I mean, that's so far off. You know, maybe it's October, maybe, but Who knows? it's really November. Yeah, you know, we're looking yeah. at a November release. That's just um, so. That, that's just so upsetting. I mean, they had so much footage from the game. It's just kind of weird that they pushed it far, pushed it so far. So yeah, I mean, but the same goes for Skyrim. Skyrim, I kind of understand that because, but it's it's. it's that was a big secret, number one. Wow. And I'm not sure how big the development process is. They have a lot, a good set of footage, but I feel like there's a lot more to it for that game. I mean, maybe, maybe there is. I mean, looking at the Switch, if you were to pretend that it didn't have any motion controls at all, the button configuration is not really that different from an Xbox. You know? But we're talking, like, Skyrim doesn't have... Like, I imagine they're going to be working that motion, like the bow. We're probably going to be using that with the controllers. Maybe they are, but they didn't have to do that. It's a, it would you be know, a, uh, so, it would be a missed opportunity if they didn't. I mean, maybe. I, I think for a lot of people, one of the reasons that we missed it with gamers, um, and I, I say that with a grain of salt because I consider myself to be a gamer and I'm a big supporter of the Wii. But if you take a game like Madden, Madden 09, which was one of the ones with Brett Favre on the cover was very specific for the Wii. 
you could use the motion controls to throw and how you know hard and fast you flicked your wrist determined on what kind of pass it was. Was it, you know, just a bullet? Was it a lob? You know, that, that kind of thing. And you could use the motion controls to draw your own routes to audible at the line of scrimmage. Things you could never do on Xbox or PlayStation. That's genius. Really cool, right? But at the same time, a lot of people who were those AAA gamers thought it was gimmicky and childish to have to stand up and flick your arms around to play a Madden game. And I think that that's fair. I think it's fair to say that. And I, I like having, I, I think that you should have the choice. And I think that's what it looks like you to know. me for Skyrim. Yeah? You think they're going to go both ways? Absolutely. Okay. okay. When when you have the, the Joy-Cons attached to the tablet, when at what point can you draw a bow? You know what I well, mean? Well, yeah, you wouldn't be able to do it so, then. But I, I imagine they're going to have that op- options. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would be cool if they did. I, I know that... Some of these games can't be available in all three modes, uh, TV, tabletop, and handheld, because a game like 1-2-Switch and ARMS won't really work in handheld mode. No, no, not at all. Because you have to hold the Joy-Cons right. um, separate from the console because you have to move your arms. Um, you know, So while it's got three modes you can play in, some games are going to limit you to two of those modes. Well, yeah, that and that's... So it's going to be the nature of the beast, honestly. Yeah. They, but I'm just curious about it. You know, since Skyrim is also on PC, there's no reason that, from a technical perspective, they can't get it running on this hardware. So I'm curious why we don't have any kind of date. Because if they said holiday 2017, then at least I would know that you know they've got that deadline. Right. It's got the same development cycle that the Mario game does, but with nothing. You know, it's it's really hard to to say. And we may know tomorrow. Maybe. Yeah. I don't. I'm I'm not being optimistic because I feel like they would have said it because they had the the, the Skyrim they had the Bethesda guy the physical guy yeah he was there <laughs> talking yeah, they about had a presentation. it and, and I feel like he would have said it then if it was uh, anytime soon so maybe um, well I, I, guess, I guess we're getting close here so yeah, I, what is your what is your just real quick what do you feel how are your impressions of this so far I'm going to give this presentation the letter grade of a B and the reason I'm going to give it a letter grade of a B is because the console is fantastic. The controllers are awesome. The design is uniquely Nintendo. The tone, everything about it is true to the heart Nintendo's mission. And I love that. I've always supported it, and I'm really excited about that. But aside from Breath of the Wild, there really isn't much of a reason for me to rush out and get the console because I am a Wii U owner, and I have Mario Kart 8. And even two months into the console, that's still the next big game to come out. And while, yeah, at the end of the day, I'll probably pick all that up because I'm a, I'm a fanboy, the average person probably isn't going to rush out to do that because people did that for the Wii U. The Wii U's acceptance rate of Mario Kart 8 is through the roof. You know, 80-some percent, I forget the exact number, uh, of Wii U owners have Mario Kart 8. You know, it's, it's, it's an unheard of number for, for a ratio like that. And so a lot of Wii U owners aren't going to quickly upgrade to the Switch. So they're going to be bringing on new Nintendo people, people who didn't have the Wii U and still want Nintendo and haven't spent all their money on an Xbox One or a PS4. So you need launch titles. It's important. Absolutely. You know, it's why I waited on the Wii U. I, I camped out for the Wii, but I waited nine months to pick up a Wii U. And I was hesitant on the Xbox One and the PS4 because their launch windows weren't that exciting. A lot of their games were delayed as well. So I need a good launch 
list. I, other, I, I, I agree with you. Like other than Zelda, which I mean, let's be honest, we're we're gonna play it at some point. It's just I expected more. Uh, specifically, a Mario game, or yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. whether it was was Mario Kart or Mario Odyssey. Unfortunately, they want to push that further back, but. I was expecting a Mario game. Now I will say this: I'm gonna I'm gonna put this guess out here. So at 9:30 Eastern on Friday, which is today, if you're listening to the podcast on the day it came out, is the Treehouse thing, and they're gonna talk about all the games. I'm going to bet that there is going to be some other first type, first party game, and by that I mean you know Donkey Kong, Fire Fo- uh, Star Fox, excuse me, <laughs> Donkey Kong, Star Fox, uh, something uniquely Nintendo. Set for March. I believe that because we can't get everything on the first day. They want you to watch the next one. So I get that. But, but Derek, just for me to wrap up, everything you just said, I agree 100%. <laughs> no, seriously, the B, I would totally give it a B because I, I am, I did not buy the Wii U. I did, my parents did fortunately get me a Wii, um, for Christmas and it was great, but I have not played Nintendo other than my DS for since the Wii, and yeah. that's been a long time. So this is a little disappointing to me because I want to be a Nintendo fan. I want to play games, like you said. And I own a PS4. I own a PC. It's just I have nothing to play mm-hmm. is what it sounds like to me. So there's not really anything pulling me in, the person who hasn't played Nintendo for a while. I, I mean, I'm going to play Zelda, but... I needed a little bit more than Zelda yeah. right now. So that, that's my overall opinion. I, overall, the, the system is great. Just what are you gonna? What are you offering is all I'm asking. Yeah, so that, that's us, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll put out some more information throughout the week uh, as we get it about launch titles and things of that nature. Join us next week for Episode 3. I believe we're going to be talking mobile gaming, um, which is smartphone and tablet gaming, not handheld gaming. There is a difference, and we'll talk about that probably as well. If you missed our first episode, go check that out. We are the Gamer Heroes Podcast, part of the Heroes Podcast Network. Check us out at heroespodcasts.com, at Heroes Podcasts on Facebook, and check us out uh, everywhere that you can. We have another podcast called Screen Heroes that comes out every Wednesday and live streams Tuesday nights on Twitch. So go check that out. I'm one of the hosts there as well. We focus on TV and movies and uh, this week, actually, uh, coming up, we're going to be pitching our own Marvel MCU Phase 4 film. Oh, interesting. So uh, stay tuned for that kind of goodness. So thanks, everybody. We'll catch you guys next week. See ya.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.